0: Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with me, Vincent DiCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer, and Rollin C. Warren, CareNet's President and CEO. In this episode of CareCast, Rollin and I will discuss CareNet's upcoming national conference and why it is so important to our pro-abundant life vision. So Rollin, we are actually, from the release of this very podcast that podcast. that our listeners are hearing right now, uh, on this release date, we are one week out from our big annual national conference. Yes. Uh, so a lot of the folks that are listening might not know that we actually do a national conference every year. Um, so we wanted to just take the time to sort of educate folks about what that is, why we do it, what it means, why it's important, um, and hopefully give them a little bit of a pr- perspective about, you know, going a little bit deeper into Karenette's work. Yeah. Um, What's so, the theme of the conference this year? So this year's theme is... It's a test for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I was there, I think, when, when we came up with it. Um, and it's actually called Each One Reach One. Mm-hmm. So what, you want to kind of explain why we chose that conference? Theme? A-
1: absolutely. I mean, the the big focus for CareNet is really um, encouraging this amazing network of 1,100-plus pregnancy centers in the U.S. and Canada to build uh, stronger partnerships with the church uh, and specifically uh, to make sure that we are transitioning uh, pregnancy center clients from the pregnancy center to the church for ongoing support and discipleship you know our pregnancy centers can do evangelism which leads to conversion Mm -hmm. but as you know from the great commission we're not called to make converts Mm -hmm. we're called to make disciples we're supposed to go and make disciples And, and teach them to obey all that Christ taught us. Mm-hmm. Well, when you do an evangelistic experience, mm-hmm. th- that's not discipleship. It's an evangelism which leads to a conversion. But if you're going to have somebody a disciple, that means they've got to be in an environment where folk can teach, teach them, them. Yeah. to obey all that Christ taught. Yeah, that taught that us, takes time. and that takes time. So one of the key things is making sure that folks don't uh, become disciples of the culture, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what happens if, if you have an evangelistic experience, you have a conversion, and then you go back into a discipleship relationship with the culture, which is what brought them to us, mm-hmm. and having dealing fatherhood, motherhood, sex, and marriage, and why we're at a pregnancy center or, frankly, an abortion clinic. We don't want them to be repeat clients. Our sign doesn't say, thank you, come again. You know, Our sign says, thank you, don't come again. Mm -hmm. not to be served, but to be service to others. So our goal is to transition folks to the church uh, for discipleship because discipleship leads to replication. So we want them to be disciples who make disciples who live and love like Jesus. So what we're doing with this theme is really encouraging our pregnancy centers to reach one church in their network Mm -hmm. of of churches that support them and help that church become a Making Life Disciples Church Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. using uh, Karenet's innovative uh, new resource called Making Life Disciples, which is designed to equip the church to offer compassion, hope, help, and discipleship uh, to anyone who's at risk for abortion. So that help the pregnancy centers encourage the church within their network to become a Making Life Disciples Church so that clients can easily transition from the pregnancy center to the church and that the church has small, Groups that are trained to walk alongside a client, and so our theme this year really reflects that yeah. that uh, aspirational aspect of what we what we do.
0: Yeah, and the, and the scripture that supports that is First Corinthians, chapter three, verses six through nine. so we encourage you to go ahead and kind of look that up. And so we'd encourage folks to just pray for us, um, pray over that scripture, and pray for us as we conduct our conference. Um, so, Roland, as you said, each one reach one, uniting evangelism and discipleship. That's that's the theme of the conference. Right. Um, we get. I think around 1,300 people uh, representing several hundred of our pregnancy centers that come out every year uh, for the conference. We have really great uh, keynote speakers every year. Uh, Roland, you always give a great uh, keynote address. Oh, wait, thank you. Uh, every year, yeah. Always always come up with something. And I already
1: did reviews and everything. So. <laughs> that's
0: right. Yeah. I, so that's, I have no incentive so to say that. You have no incentive at all, unless
1: you're trying to get ahead for an issue. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but I'll probably, probably We're probably only 11 go. months away. Yeah. You're right, exactly. Uh,
0: so, Dr. Tim Elmore, the founder and president of Growing Leaders, uh, Jill Savage, who's a speaker and an author, uh, Bethany Barr Phillips, who's a praise and worship leader, Lisa Harper, who's a speaker, author, and Bible teacher. And Louis Giglio, the pastor of Passion City Church, Uh, those are our headliners uh, this year at the conference. So again, folks from our Pregnancy Center Network and now increasingly from our partner churches come out to our conference to really be educated, inspired, refreshed, hear from these great keynote speakers, and then really learn skills, really tangible skills yeah, yeah. about how they can go back into their community and do a better job of of serving the folks in their community who are, you know, abortion vulnerable, considering abortion, need discipleship, whatever the issue might be for their particular, for their particular area. That's really the sort of, you know, real practical side right, of it, exactly. right? The mm-hmm. workshops and the, and all that sort of thing. But another really key aspect of this, Roland, and this is something that you've done Really, again, I'm I'm giving you another compliment. You've done a great job of doing over the last couple of years. Is really kind of is really helping our centers and our church partners understand Karenet's pro abundant life vision, right? And really sort of making that vision, which you know st- obviously started as an inspiration from God and and you know sort of words on a piece of paper, and st- sort of turning that into right. something that can be put into practice on the ground. So, kind of talk about how we how we do that.
1: Yeah, it, it really is kind of building off of John 10.10, 10, where Christ says, I came to give you life, not just life, but life abundantly, and really that theme, which is sort of Karen's perspective of being not just pro-life, but being pro-abundant life. Uh, and what I'm going to do is really unpack that more at the conference to really help people understand sort of the theological underpinnings to mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and how that leads to you know sort of the two pillars that kind of hold up the roof of a uh, pro-abundant life perspective, one being God's design for the family, which is uh, articulated in the first chapter chapter of the first book of the New Testament, where, where we use the birth of Christ and, and, and Joseph's call to be a husband to Mary. Uh, As she as she chose life, so they uh, collectively chose life together. So it's it's, it's, he chose to be a husband to her and a father to uh, the child growing inside of her. That whole notion and that's aspirational in terms of what we are hoping to encourage clients to do, um, at least adopt that worldview, even if they don't marry, so that they don't uh, that they use that worldview when they uh, have another opportunity for sex. But then the second piece is really this whole notion around discipleship Mm -hmm. and and the call to make disciples, which is in the last chapter of the first book of the New Testament. Christ to go and make disciples of all nations and teaching and obey all that I've taught you. So those two things together those are two two pillars that hold up the pro abundant life uh, roof, so to so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important for us to help um, uh, our church partners as well as um, our network of amazing pregnancy centers uh, to to understand how to activate that Right. right what does that look like in what does that the look service like? you provide exactly and you
0: know and obviously it plays out in things like making sure that you have fatherhood programming yep. so that you're not just you know serving serving women and, and their unborn children but you're also serving the father of that child yeah, exactly. Uh, to make sure that he has also has the support that he needs that you're talking about things like marriage yes. that you're doing that you're sharing the gospel that you're doing all these other things that create abundant life Exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah, no, it really is. And it, it, it otherwise, you know, if we don't do that, then we end up, instead of being a transformational ministry, mm-hmm. we end up being sort of more like a transactional business, social services type of a thing. And, yeah. and, and that's not what we're called to do. We're modeling the work that we do after Christ, and, mm-hmm. and Christ was focused on transformation, mm-hmm. um, being mm-hmm. transformed in our minds and that transformation that happens in our minds, transforming our behavior, mm-hmm. transforming mm-hmm. our desires, uh, transforming the things that we choose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, certainly from that perspective, you know, as you have an individual who's transformed, it transforms a family, which then transforms a neighborhood, which then transforms a community, which then transforms a state, which then mm-hmm. transforms a country, that whole notion there, that the yeah. transformation that needs to happen. And so mm-hmm. it all starts, and from our standpoint, you know, uh, uh, it starts at ground zero mm-hmm. uh, with, with with a child, mm-hmm. you know, with mm-hmm. conception and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. we really uh, want to um, speak about that. Uh, in, a, in a powerful way, mm-hmm. uh, at conference, and then have workshops and things of that nature that support uh, our pregnancy centers being able to do the work to live that out in the public square.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. So, you know, Brawlin uh, mentioned uh, this pro abundant life sort of structure with pillars and a roof, and uh, we actually have a video that you can that yep. you can watch mm-hmm. uh, if you go to care-net.org/abundant. Uh, you can take a look at that video. That really sort amazing of amazing. Yeah, nice animation that really only, explains.
1: Yeah, only only two minutes. I think it's less than two. Oh minutes. yeah,
0: it's less than two minutes, minute and a half or so. Yeah. That really just lays out this whole pro abundant life argument and the scriptural basis for it. So we encourage you to t- check that out. Um, and then also we just encourage you to pray for us. Um, like I said, uh, about one week out from the release date of this podcast, we'll actually be in Atlanta um, at our conference. Our conference will be underway. So we just we would just love To have your prayers um, uh, as we as we do this very important work, um, as we said, of each one reach one, really uh, helping connect churches and pregnancy centers together, uh, so that they can, as we say in our our tagline, unite evangelism and discipleship. So that's our that is our goal this year, um, and so we thank you for for everything you can do to 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 pray for us um, as we work on that. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed that discussion about CareNet's upcoming conference. In the next episode of Carecast, Roland and I will discuss how a Christian professor thinks abortion is a Christian virtue.